This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. (laughs) So we are coming down to a big milestone in this next process around fertility. And it's been kind of a bumpy road getting here on this one. Um, Would you call any of it smooth? Would I call any of it smooth? I think that the... Yeah, I think there were pieces, if I thought about it, would that would be smooth. I think that the medicine delivery has been smooth. Like, we've administering the medicine and kind of keeping track of it has been pretty good. That has all worked out fine. And that was such a Pro- new, new process. process. Yeah, right? I had a friend say to me the other day, because I was talking about going to a appointment on my own, and she was like, whatever, this is the experience of the second kid. Is this like, you know, People are doing their own things because I was saying it, it's been really different not to have you at all the appointments. And I, there were times when I would watch people walk into the fertility clinic by themselves and I thought, huh, are they doing this on their own? Is their spouse or partner not available? Like where, where is their support system? And I've felt like I've lacked that at times because, you know, there have been little pieces here and there that I feel like I missed and you being there, you could have helped remember to ask this question or this thing doesn't seem clear, etc. So it's really hard to do this in the way that we've done it. And it it's funny that you say the medicine has been smoother because I feel like it's been a little more haphazard. I feel like I've got 25 alarms on my phone for 25 different medications when in reality, I'm only taking four a day max. Uh-huh. So yeah, it has been bumpy. Why else has it been bumpy? Why else has it been bumpy? Well, I think from my perspective, the uh, the antibiotic that we both have to take has been making me incredibly sick and wiping me out. Literally wiping you out. Literally wiping me out. Yeah, it's just been hard to function, hard to show up as my best support self mm-hmm. um, in these moments because I am struggling. I've been struggling to focus. I've been struggling to keep energy. I've been, you know, I feel nauseous and, and all of that. And so that's been really bumpy these past couple of weeks. Yeah, go ahead. I do, see that do, smile. <laughs> do you know what I'm going to say? You're going to be like, uh, try doing that for a pregnancy. Or no, something. that you had said that you were like, I would never say this out loud, but I'm going to say it out loud. You were like, this is what it feels. This is what it must feel like in the first trimester. And yeah. you're like, I would never say that because obviously there's nothing compared to the actual experience right. of being pregnant. However, I I had the same thought. I was like, yeah, nauseous all the time makes it almost like impossible to function. Oh. Yeah, it's it's so hard. It's so hard. And then on top of it all, I think one of the things that is different, and I can't remember this specifically, but our lives are just so much more full right now in terms of places we need to be, people we need to see, things we need to do. We did this last time during COVID. It was very quiet. It was very quiet. Yeah. I mean, we were, you know, working from home, but this time we've been, you know, on different weekend trips and traveling here and back and forth every day with Neo. Do we even live in Asheville anymore? Yeah. Part time. Part time. We're We're, snowbirds, but all, (laughs) all around. But, you know, so that has been a, a unique thing. I was having a conversation the other day, and we were just talking about how fallacy that things are going to 
settle and to live in this state that like, oh, things are going to settle, things are going to settle, things are going to settle. And sure, they maybe do at certain moments, but like life is a kind of a crazy journey. I feel like we are just continuing to live into it's easier to look back and say, oh, it was easier then. And you know what? We might be experiencing something else down the road and look back at now and being like, oh, that was such a nice time that we had. And so you mean like after having potentially hopefully a, a, a second, second baby kid? And yeah. Back. And then and then thinking, you know, and then having them in like whatever, four different types of activities that they're in and running them around. I don't think I don't like, think wow, we had so much time. We were recording a podcast every week. Totally. But I actually have been very much present to that experience. I look at Neo eating on his own, doing his own thing, us all having all this stuff in use. And, and I say, this is really calm, which is part of what is daunting about having a second kid. Yeah. I actually had this thought either last night or this morning of like, I don't want to sustain this level of chaos. And it's not that life, I expect life to get easier, less chaotic. It's I think of a lot of things. So we have, we have the holidays coming up, sick season, if we happen to get sick a bunch, you know, this is the anniversary coming up of your mom's passing. Like there are things that are going to keep us in a state of bigness. Like it's really big time for the next little bit. And I don't, I want to know how to settle because what the thing that has happened is particularly because of the travel, we, you and I have lost connection. People go through these periods, but we know that what things bring us back into connection and we haven't been able to access those because of being sick and because of all the meds and because of all the appointments and all of the things we've got to recuperate that because it's, it's hurting. It's making it feel like we're on a runaway train. We kind of talk about this on the podcast a lot. And we talk about this like, oh, we're in a difficult time. We're disconnected. We've got so much going on. How do we get through it kind of thing? How are we going to recuperate our lost sex goal? Okay. Okay. There well, there you go. I mean, but like I, I do want to just acknowledge that like part of making it through times like these because everybody is experiencing these and everybody has their own versions of this this is not a unique situation to us now the fertility stuff is you know our own journey and whatnot but like going through difficult times and periods of disconnection because you're overly busy and stretched too thin in a variety of ways is not new in society that happens across the world but i do believe that the fact that that we bring it up and the podcast isn't often an outlet for that the fact that we bring it up just acknowledge it and name it is solving half the battle there to be able to say hey we're disconnected I feel like that is really 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 important it doesn't necessarily give a solution to like what this unique oh it'll it'll have to calm down or we'll have to just put our heads down and make it through this time but like what it does is it just names the problem and it names the fact that we are disconnected but it's not saying that oh we're disconnected so therefore things are wrong it's just saying like we're disconnected and that's hard. That's difficult. But it's not things are bad. Speak for yourself. Sure. I mean, I... I no, that, no. I really appreciate that. I do. And because it does feel hard and bad and wrong. And it feels like we're arguing more. And all of these pieces are... I feel distant and lonely at times and things like that. And so I think you're right. I. It's funny. 
again, we've talked about this a lot about sex as a solution and it's not, I feel the need to name that I really pushed back against the fact that you had said at one point that sex is a solution to disconnection. And I was like, that's, I just didn't like it. It just didn't feel right. And then it happens and it works. You're like, we fight more when we don't have sex. And I'm like, interesting. And so then I tracked that and you were 100% right. And for so so many reasons, we're too busy and sick and busy and sick and busy and all the things to have sex. And so we are disconnected. And then we tried the other morning. And can I say exactly what happened? Sure. So I've been on these ovulation or on these uh, estrogen meds, and I'm just like, this is working in my favor and in Adam's favor, except for the fact that you got really sick and then we traveled. And then I was like, I was like, all right, yesterday morning, I'm like, this is, I'm, I'm we're just going to do this thing. So Neo's downstairs doing his thing, watching TV in the morning. And then you and I, and I'm like, let's get down with our bad selves. But you haven't had a haircut in a while and your beard was scruffle up, I guess. I was like, can you shave? So you go shave and come back and we're making out and it feels great. And I was like, did you, did you brush your teeth? And you were like, no, no, I, I forgot. And I was like, it, it was this thing of like, do I have to ask for each part of this readiness? Like, couldn't you just put that together? Because we know how I feel about brushing teeth and it's like, you know, cleanliness and things like that. You said something, you were like, I just got really excited and I forgot. I really appreciated hearing that. It was actually really cute and sweet. And then Neo's like, Papa, mommy. And I was like, okay, all right, all right. This isn't it. And then I go to my doctor's appointment and they're like, you're supposed to be abstaining right now. A, we need to conjure up some like good, good people up in his business, some good, healthy semen. We got to get a lot in there. That's my new favorite way of describing sperm. Good good people. (laughs) Good people up in his business. And I've got all these like massive eggs that she's like, you don't want, uh, I think they're called torsion or something like that. You don't want them to tangle each other. And choke each other out. Like you don't want push pressure. Seriously, that's what happens when they get twisted. It's yeah, very no. painful. So it's she's like, like the WWE up in there. Exactly. So I need to stay. I was even worried about sleeping on my side with my leg up. I was like, these 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 girls are gonna get twisty. So who knew, right? Like that's something that wasn't that was not information that was shared explicitly enough for me to remember it because I like rules a lot but like do we count that time we can't we've counted some other times yeah we, we can't, can't count that time why yeah. there's like three kisses yeah out. <laughs> yeah i appreciate you thought that it was cute you know me saying that and i was excited and went and shaved and you know i had been up early with neo and so like in some ways like i was you had a self-cleaning process well you know a lot of those things like brushing my teeth they're integrated into like a routine in the morning and so when the routine changes when there's something different it's easy for me to forget it in that moment like I I wake up early you're still sleeping I get out of bed I go out the room I don't typically brush my teeth until I'm getting ready for the day and then I brush my teeth then but like I come back in and brought you your coffee. I wasn't getting ready. You know, it's just like a different. Do you know how serious I took it? I was like, "Is he an adult? Does he?" Oh, you took take it very seriously. You you were like, "Do I need to remind you to do everything in your life?" Which and... is not some. Which is something I've said before. Something I've felt before. Yeah, you feel that. I mean, it, you know, that's disrespectful. I think it's it's focusing on the mistakes. 
rather than the the times that you know I'm I'm taking care of myself all the time and I'm doing it so but you know I understand why because those are the ones that impact you right no the, myth- the good stuff impacts that kind of misstep and difficulty is just more memorable it's, I'm arguing with you. You're, I, you keep telling. You keep saying it like I'm it's arguing fact. back. No, you keep. You're not hearing my side. Got it. You're okay. just. I am arguing with you. Yeah. Okay. Do you get so, that? I hear that. What? What do you tell me? Help me fully understand your side. That you, the good stuff that you do impacts me more. Uh-huh. That what doesn't go well when it feels repetitious and has some link back to something that it's deeper than that. Like, I want to know that you can take care of yourself, period. Because if you can't take care of yourself, then the compulsion to want to take care of you comes up. And when I think about certain things, now this is all me trying to control, right? I get that. But when I think about not brushing your teeth, right? And then that's going to lead to more cavities. Then it's going to lead to whatever money out of our pocket, et cetera, and pain for you and all the things like the, the domino effect. And I can't control it all or any of it, really. I can't control any of it. And I shouldn't try to. But there are just certain things that get under my skin, like whether or not so you, you want to think that I don't brush my teeth. Do you really want to get into this? <laughs> well, I'm just using you, it as an you example. You do, but do you not remember when we first met? There were things that you didn't do. Okay. Um, yes. Like you didn't I, always I agree, brush your teeth in the morning. I agree that there were like ways in which I have shifted and adjusted to be better in this relationship. But, but I just... But changing your socks. Yeah. All those things. You think that's just a relationship thing? No, I mean, I think it's it's being pushed in the relationship to be a better version of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. like I believe that. And we've had this conversation. But what does it mean to be pushed? What does it mean? I like, mean, what's the difference between nagging and... This is just what's coming up for me. I don't know if it's perfect. But the difference between nagging and being pushed is I brush my teeth every single morning and every single night right now. I change my socks every single day. And when they get old, I throw them away. I have been doing that for years upon years upon years in this relationship. It gets in nagging to where in that instance when we were about to have sex and I didn't brush my teeth before then. Not that I didn't brush my teeth that day, but I didn't brush my teeth before then. That you associate it with me never brushing my teeth. No, but is that really what you heard or is that what I said? No, it's just, but, but well, you were just saying, no, you were like, I meant- am I going to have to take care of you? Right. Let let me come back to that in a second. But the nagging versus pushing, it was more about like the before time. So like when you would forget to brush your teeth or choose not to brush your teeth in the morning and me saying it over and over until there was a change. Like that's a really hard balance because if you mention it once, it's not impactful. If you nag, it becomes nagging. I mean, isn't that kind of like if everybody had an ability to change at the first time they were told something? I mean, we can all try, but it's pretty much science that nobody does that. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But then there's nagging. Right. And like if you really want want to get into the nagging thing I would associate it then in relation to more like positive reinforcement and balancing the positive reinforcement with you know reminding to to improve and being able to like you know celebrate the successes because if you're not celebrating your successes then eventually the like noting and focus on failures becomes nagging Mm -hmm. appreciate that 
Yeah. So in the context of this uh, this other morning, which thank God you didn't brush your teeth because we weren't supposed to be having sex and we didn't know it's that. Divinely inspired bad breath. Yeah, exactly. And I am acutely aware that tomorrow's egg retrieval will lead to no sex. And you being out of town this weekend will strategically lead to no sex. So I'm... Strategic physically. No, that's the strategy. Yeah, yeah. not that you've created strategy, but like by design. So do have we gotten any in September? Maybe one. Oh my God. Because we, because what was it? July got two? Did we recuperate any in August? uh, Let's just say we're behind. We're behind. Is that how you want to do it? <laughs> I was going to say, I was looking for the pun in that, but you just like went right for it. You just, you just, that's what she said. You just pegged that pun there. You just went right for it. All right. Um, I hope my parents get a kick out of that one. Okay. So I will say, can I've asked for grace yesterday. I've had, I've been so patient with the sex thing over the course of you being sick and in including doing, you know, some of the meds myself and doing a lot of the heavy lifting with Neo, etc. The fact that I got frustrated, can I get some fucking grace? I'm two days out from this retrieval. I, I will say the PA at the clinic yesterday was like, oh, the hormonal storm you have going on in your body. I asked, I told you, I was like, can you just stick with me these past two weeks? And I feel like you haven't been all that patient with me at I- times. Well, let's take the teeth brushing situation because that's the one we're looking at. I would I would argue you said, did you brush your teeth? And I said, no. What did I do? I hopped right up and brushed my teeth and it yeah. didn't like slow me down. I didn't roll my eyes. I no. wasn't frustrated at the situation. And so like now and you got frustrated and I and at the situation, I apologized and was really caring of you throughout that whole instance. I hear you, but like, I guess you just said, can you get some grace in relation to the toothbrush thing? I I felt like no, I did. No, I didn't I, say in relation to the toothbrush thing. I said in, in general, in this time. Yeah, in general. Yeah. Okay. Have you given me grace? There have been instances where I could have supported you more and tr- shown up more. I think because I was sick, I was a little bit focused on myself and selfish and not as tuned into you. And so I could have done that. I do feel like when you have asked for things or when you have needed something, I have done my absolute best in showing up for you. But I could have supported you a little more proactively. Like, I feel like I've done a good job not getting frustrated with you. Wow. When you ask for stuff. Ask for stuff? Or just what like I asked for? I don't know. Or just like been need, needed me point. to do I stuff. I haven't asked for anything. But you feel differently. I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. And and when you asked for that yesterday, I, you know, when you asked for more grace, I have done my best to respond to that. You mean since last night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, show up. I mean, it's easier now because I'm feeling better because I think I'm finally past the sickness that I had for a week and a half. Both things are important. When you don't feel good, there's, and to the degree that you didn't, there's literally nothing you can do to make yourself feel better. I because you don't get sick often and definitely not to that degree, I very much wanted to encourage you to sleep when you needed to sleep, to do what you needed to do. I didn't even second guess or wake you up when I needed a shot. I learned how to do it on my own, all the things. That all feels so important. But from a what's more important standpoint, 
I have to say that the egg retrieval is. And I agree. And so because the one thing I had said was like, you could just give me emotional support by asking me how I'm doing today because you were so sick that it was very hard to like think even. And and my question was like, how are you going to show up in the state that you're in? Like, what can you do? And so it was after I asked that you would say stuff, but I, I am curious, like, was there a, well, that's what I said when I meant I could, could have been, I just admit I could have been more. I'm asking like, what does one do when they don't feel well? That's a big, broad question. What does one do? I mean, I think that they just, they need to recognize that just, I mean, I come back to our wedding vow. I vow to put the needs of the relationship ahead of my own individual needs. Even when you are sick, you have an ability to communicate to the other person. I mean, we're talking in generalities here, but like even when you're sick, you have the you have a cold, you have the flu, you have a cough, you have a tummy bug or whatever, you have an ability to communicate with the other person and recognition of what they are going through goes a long way. I don't think there's an expect there couldn't be an expectation that, you know, hey, I'm not going to do a bunch of stuff right now. I'm going to be sleeping all day, but when we do interact, I'm checking up on you and I think that says a lot and I you know, I clearly could have been doing that more proactively throughout the past week and a half. Yeah. So how am I supposed to feel now? Because I feel a little let down about that. And I'm not saying that I feel that way now because you're admitting that I have felt that way. How do you recommend? And I ask you this not because I need you to tell me what to do, but I really value how you work through feelings. And so how would should I feel about this? You know, I think that number one, I wouldn't focus on what went wrong. I also know, and we've talked about this in the situation, I didn't never check in on you. Like I asked about the medicine, not as much as I should, I admit that, but like I did that. And so I would recognize like, I would say, oh, he recognizes that he could have given me more support. You know, he did check in every now and then. So again, I would just focus on to move forward. I focus on what I can build upon, not get stuck on what went wrong, because we have already acknowledged and touch pointed on what went wrong and how it could have gone better. You're now you're moving forward. So you're not going to move forward by being stuck on like, well, this was a problem. And if you just, you know, like you can't be overly like, I don't know where that's going to take you. Where is it going to take you? You're going to like continue to hammer that until, you know, I don't know where that like how that's going to be helpful. Yeah, I guess it always feels like the point of it being and I'm not saying this is right, but to get the point across to make the change that needs to be made to get all your feelings out. I feel like that's what ends up happening. Well, I think it's important to get all your feelings out, but I also think that that's where the like, I feel like in certain situations, and I know we talk about this a lot and it can go back and forth, but in certain situations, like you're not going to get the change that you desire by some form of punitive. punitive. Yeah. Did you get enough sleep last night? Yeah, I got you enough d- sleep. You did? Yeah. You know we went to bed at midnight was it midnight a little before yeah and i stayed up you know you stayed up because i asked you to yeah how did but i went right to sleep how'd you get to well you know i i was just i i mean i had my eyes closed but i would you know just kind of like wake up a little bit and then make sure that you were sleeping and you know check in on you and then i would go back to sleep i did that twice and then i don't remember after that Mm -hmm. and then neo slept till what 6 45 yep 
Man, He's enjoying well. those late, late mornings. That's yeah, awesome. It's good. Yeah. And then we're going to get okay sleep tonight. We're going to get great sleep tonight. Because we're going to start winding down at four o'clock in the afternoon. Four o'clock in the afternoon. And then I'm going to go to that networking event at six and then rewind down. Exactly. And then and then I'm going to wake up at early and have everything ready and just wake you up and carry you on a <laughs> fluffy little cloud into the car where you've had a bed made where i've had a bed made in the back seat everything laid down flat and you're just going to sleep for two hours as we drive there the only reason it needs to be uh, the only thing about having the bed laid down flat is that i need a seat built on because we can't we can't have an accident on our way to the egg retrieval that's right that's right (laughs) okay love you babe i love you Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.